Hey everyone, it's Jamie Crozier here, and welcome to the Organize Like a Pro podcast. Happy Easter Monday, everyone. I hope you had a great Easter weekend. Where we live, the weather is super nice today, so it was wonderful and refreshing to come home after church and sit outside on the patio. The kids are outside playing. It has really been a great Easter weekend. Today, I want to talk with you about what to do when the unexpected happens. And honestly, this just comes out of a season in my life, a short season, actually just two weeks in my life where really these past couple weeks have been very unexpected. And I found myself really processing through and analyzing what is important in this moment. What are the priorities? How do I process through this? What do I say yes to? What do I say no to? Honestly, just how do I keep my head above the water? And I got to thinking that if I'm thinking this, I'm sure many other people are. So I want to break away a little bit from our regular podcast and just come to you in authenticity, in a raw conversation This episode will be unedited for the most part and unscripted and vulnerable. I invite you on this journey with me as I kind of process through out loud what I learned over the past couple of weeks. Now, this isn't my first time that my life has taken any unexpected turns, and I imagine it isn't for you. And I think every time that we go through something unexpected, we learn something new. Uh, For example, this past summer, I fell and really hurt my back. I was out of commission for several months and going through therapy and on medication, and I missed a lot of work. And there was a lot of bed rest involved and everything pretty much was turned upside down. I learned a lot through that lesson. I've also had seasons of grief where close people to me have passed away and it seems like my life just stops and everyone else's keeps on going, but mine stops for a long period of time. I learned so much through that season. Well, in the past couple weeks as a pastor, we have been really preparing for the Easter season. This is probably our busiest time of the year as we prepare for all the things leading up to Easter and what that means and all the different services and the things that we do in the community. It's a time of celebration and honestly, a time of a lot of work hours. In that time, we actually, in our church congregation, we had a member pastor away very unexpectedly. And as a pastor, anything else that we are working on just takes a back seat as it should. And I'm sure you've had this maybe happen even just in your family. When something like this unexpected happens, everything else just takes a back seat. And this is now the new priority. There's so many beautiful things with that. As a community, we come together like never before. We depend on each other. We are so vulnerable. We're so honest. We lay our own needs and wants aside for our fellow brothers and sisters 
in our family, in our church, in our community, sometimes even people we've never met, but because they are a part of this situation, all of a sudden we have this common bond and we are there for each other with whatever we might need. It's so beautiful. It's not anything that we would ever wish to happen. But when something like this happens, the love that we have for each other, for God, really shines. But when we navigate through this process, how do we decide what we do need to tackle and take care of and what responsibilities we really can't lay down and what things can we lay down regardless of our role in the situation and regardless of the situation itself. There are things all the time that happen in life that are unexpected and even the most organized person isn't prepared for it. So how do we process? What do we do? What do we not do? I've learned a few things over the past couple of weeks. They're actually things that I've known for a long time. But as these things happen in my life, I've been able to rely on these fundamentals. And each time I know that I've grown, I've grown as a person, I've grown as a pastor, I've grown as a mother, as a wife. Most importantly, I've grown as a child of God. And so I wanted to pass these things on to you because... We know that these times happen. They're unexpected, but yet we expect to know that they are going to happen at some particular time in our life. So we can rely on a few fundamentals. And that's what I want to talk about today. I believe that our priority every single day in everything that we do when we When we think about our life's vision and our goals and and what are we doing today? What are we doing this week? What are we doing this month and this year? I believe that these should be our priorities and we should practice them all the time so that when the unexpected happens, these are actually our default priorities. Number one is your relationship with God. Number two, if you're married, it's your relationship with your spouse. Number three, if you have children, it's your relationship with your children. And then everything else comes after that. The next things include your relationship with your close circle of friends, your work priorities, and other things like chores and hobbies come after all of that. Let me give you some examples of what this looks like in every day. So we're not talking about when the unexpected happens. We're just talking about going through our everyday lives normally. It looks like making sure that you are having time with God. Now, for me, that means I actually have to put it on my calendar. <laughs> I'm a calendar person. That, that's just how I have to do it. However, you have to do it to make sure that you do it, do it. So it could be putting it on your calendar. It could be having a check-in buddy, like an accountability person that checks in on you. Did you spend time with God today? However it might look for you, make sure you're spending time in prayer, listening to worship music journaling. Those are just some examples. You may do all of those. You may rotate them around every day. You do something different, but that should be our priority always is having time with God. What it looks like for having time with your spouse and and cultivating a relationship with your spouse, it's being respectful of them. It's always making sure that we're using respectful language. At the end of the day, it's 
showing them how much we appreciate what they've done. An easy way to do this is to do three appreciations every day before you go to bed. So just tell your spouse three things that you appreciated about them that day. So if they took out the garbage that day, that's one of them. Like, I appreciate that you took out the garbage today. I appreciate that you washed the dishes when I didn't have a chance to do that. Thank you so much. I appreciated that you helped you know, our son with his homework and whatever it might be, something so simple, but do three a day before you go to bed. And you could do them throughout the day. You could do it anytime, but don't go to sleep without saying three things that you appreciate about your spouse to your spouse. Same thing goes with your relationship with your children. Let them know what you love about them. Tell them what you noticed about them today. Ask them how their day was. We always at the dinner table have the question of, tell me something good about your day and what was something hard about your day? So we talk about the good and the bad things together and kind of process through those things. Now, we also try to make it a point of spending one-on-one time with each other. So I kind of have a rotating event on my calendar that's a date night, and it just happens every three weeks, and it's on our calendar. Because again, I'm a calendar girl. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And I may have to you know, rotate that day around a little bit, change it up here and there, but it rotates on our calendar every three weeks. I also have a date with my son that rotates on the calendar and a coffee date with my daughter. So that's what that looks like just in everyday life. And then talking about, you know, our close circle of friends, our work and our other priorities. Again, I'm a calendar girl. So for me, I put all of those things on my calendar as reminders. I have a close circle of friends and I have a reminder that pops up. Have you chatted with so-and-so lately? And if I haven't, then I reach out. Let's chat. Let's see how you're doing. Let's go for a coffee. I have a handful of ladies that are on that rotation in my calendar. It's just a reminder to connect with them because I care for them so much and they care for me so much. I want to cultivate a relationship. It doesn't just happen without intention. For my work, I have several little tasks that I need to remember to do. And so I also put those things on my calendar. I have rotating reminders that come up. Did you order programs for this event? Did you change the calendar for that event? Did you send the meeting notes for this thing? It just comes up automatically. And so then I know that when I've done them, I can check them and it goes back on the rotation to do for the next time. Chores and hobbies, same thing. I put those on a calendar, different things for me to remember to do, and they just come up on a rotating basis. Things like balance the checkbook, pay the credit card, pick up the dog poop, you know, <laughs> things like that. They, they just come up. And then also my hobbies. Something that comes up on my calendar on a rotating basis is, you know, making a podcast because it's a hobby of mine. It's so much fun. I love the relationships that I have built through this podcast. I love learning from all of you and I love sharing things that I've learned. It's such a beautiful relationship and it just brings me so much joy. But I can get busy with the other things that I forget to set time for hobbies that bring me joy. And so it also comes up on my rotating calendar. Now, if you're interested in what I use for my rotating calendar, I use a few things. Uh, Again, I'm not getting any commission for these things. They're not any paid advertisers or anything like that. I use uh, Google Reminders on my phone. I think it's Gmail Reminders, actually. But it's just the Reminder app that's on my phone. I use that for work. And then for things at home, chores, and just personal things that I remember, I use a little app that's called Our Home. 
the app icon looks like a little house. And in there, it has a place for you to put your family chores and you can assign a different person. And it also has a place for you to put your grocery needs. So I use it for both of those things. Those are the things that I use. So what does it look like though? Like we may have that. That's all great, fine and dandy. We have, okay, we have, you know, God first and then our spouse and then our children, close circle of friends and work and chores and hobbies and all the other things behind that. What happens when the unexpected happens? And in this moment, I would say that if at all possible, just stick with the same plan. Focus on God first, your spouse and your children. Almost everything else can wait. And it depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. Not every time can your work wait. I I understand that. But when the unexpected really happens, when the real raw, heartbreaking, unexpected thing happens, a terminal illness diagnosis, when you are put on bed rest for a long period of time, a death in the family, when these types of things happen, I guarantee the other things can wait. What's most important is your relationship with God, your spouse, and your children. So for the last couple of weeks, for me personally, what it looked like was I amped up my time with God. All the other reminders, I kind of just snoozed. The reminder to pick up the dog poop, the reminder to do the dishes, the reminder to do the laundry, all of those things, I just checked them off as if I did them, but I didn't until I could get back to my time with God, my time with my husband and my time with my children. And I use that opportunity to have conversation with these people. So my time with God is not just praying. I mean, it is, but it's a conversation. And depending on the situation, sometimes it's like, why God? Why? Why did this happen? I don't understand. Help me understand. How are you going to redeem this? How are you going to work this for anybody's good? Help me understand. God is not put off by our questions. Jesus doesn't turn his back on us because we're asking the tough questions. Instead, he says, draw near to me. Ask me. Let's process through this together. I picture Jesus crying with me. When I cry, I picture him kneeling down next to me by my side and just crying with me, just holding me like a good dad would and saying, I love you. Saying, I don't have all the answers for you in this moment except to tell you that I love you and that I'm here and that I'm not going anywhere. It's moments like those that will sustain you through the hardest times. Don't waste those moments on laundry, dishes, and dusting. The other thing is time with your spouse. Talk with your spouse with what you're going through. Let them in on those conversations that you are having with God. Have coffee, have lunch, spend as much time together as you can. And same thing with your children, depending on their age, have the same conversations with them. Ask them, what do you think about this? What are you questioning? Be the love of Jesus to them. This is hard to do if you're like me. (laughs) It's really difficult to let the other things just go. I knew that we missed a week or two on the podcast. And it almost made my stomach hurt when I thought about it because I am a person of rhythm. I am a calendar person. And to see that thing pop on your calendar and know it's not going to happen, it bothered me. 
to see the chores pile up, to see that I didn't balance the checkbook, to see that I didn't pay the credit card the day that I wanted to pay it, to see that the laundry was not being done, to see the pile of dishes still sitting there, to see my desk. Oh, you guys do not want to see my desk. (laughs) My desk is a wreck because when I got to the office, I just laid whatever I had in my hands down and I was up and doing something else for different services that that needed to happen. The conversations that needed to be had. The close circle of friends that I wanted to touch base with and make sure they were okay. Everything else just, it just stayed. It's going to be there when you're ready. So now I'm entering into a new week where I'm going to start the process of looking at those things again. What does that look like? For me, it looks like looking at all the past dues. <laughs> I don't know if you can resonate. Everything is past due. And I just take it one thing at a time. One thing at a time. The other day, the next thing that was on the list was balancing the checkbook. And I was like, you know what? I can do that today. And that's all I'm going to focus on because I still need my time with God. I need my time with my spouse. I need my time with my children. I do have some time. I'm going to do one thing. I'm just going to look at what is the next thing on my list and that happened to be balancing the checkbook and that's what I did. Today we spent time as a family together already. I sat outside on the patio with my husband. It was amazing. And then I thought, okay, I have some time. I'm going to ease into this. I'm going to look at what's next. And the next thing was the podcast. Now I have other podcasts ready to go and I thought to myself, this is real life. And I'm just going to disrupt the podcast calendar. I know. Oh my goodness. If you know me, you're shocked. (laughs) I am not going to worry about the podcast calendar. I just want to come on and just share my heart with you all and just talk about what the last couple of weeks have been like and what I've learned. And my prayer is that it resonates with someone or maybe you're listening to this and it doesn't resonate, but you hear it. You never know. You might have something unexpected come up later this week or this month, this year, and maybe some of this will resonate then. And if so, then it's then it's worth it to disrupt the podcast schedule. The other podcasts, they'll be here. They'll be back. <laughs> this is what was highlighted to me to talk about today. And I'm just going to lay the podcast schedule aside. Unedited, raw, just honest vulnerability sharing with all of you. As the days go on, I will just pick up the next couple things. Tomorrow, I might have a little bit more time and I can do two things on the list. And maybe the next day I can do three and the next day I can do four and just, we just keep going. But what I want to make sure is that as I start to pick up the things on my to-do list that got away from me the last couple of weeks because of the unexpected things that happened, that I don't overdo it. I'm going to ease myself back in. I'm going to make sure that I'm still having time with God. I'm still having time with my husband and I'm still having time with my children. I'm going to ease back into the other things that need to be done and they'll, they'll be there. They'll be there and they'll get done. I know that God will redeem the time because I know that he just loves time with me and he loves time with you. So if you don't mind, this is unusual in our podcast. I know, but I would love to just pray over you today, right now, you listening to this. I pray that if the unexpected happens in your life sometime this week or this month or 
this year, maybe you're going through this right now. I pray that God would show you the priorities, that Jesus would come to you and comfort you and let you know that you are loved by him, that you are valuable, that he will never leave you, that he grieves with you, that he is your healer and he is fighting for healing over you, over your mind, over your body, over your soul, that the battle is his, not yours. The battle is his. And we may not understand our circumstances right now. We may not have the answers, but we know that he has won the ultimate battle. I pray that Holy Spirit will give you wisdom into how to best spend your time with God and how to best spend your time with your spouse and how to best spend your time with your children and your close circle of friends. That God would multiply your hours so that when you are ready to pick up work applications and chores and and hobbies again and the things that bring you joy that you won't even understand how you're really not that far behind (laughs) you won't even be able to understand how you took that day off or that week off or that month or those several months off because of the unexpected and yet you're really not that far behind that you won't even understand how that extra money got into your account you won't understand how the dishes don't seem like they're really that far stacked up. But you'll know that there's these little miracles that are happening when you're not looking because God is for you. He goes ahead of you. He's behind you. He's all around you. And he loves you. Thank you so much for listening in today to this unexpected podcast. Thank you for allowing me to share my heart with you. I hope that you hear how much God loves you. I hope that this is helpful. And if it is, please feel free to share it with a friend. If you have anything that you would like to talk about, we do have a Facebook group. You can search your Facebook and just search for Organize Like a Pro. And we are the group with the big green circle. We'd love to talk about this or or anything else in that group. I do hope that you have a great rest of the week and know that God is good. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm Jamie Crozier and this is Organize Like a Pro.